0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to another episode of Personality First, then Tech. Well, here's another embarrassing moment again with technology. This time, you know, school districts are always trying new things. We had a new app, a new platform that introduced to the team. And of course, I was in the middle of teaching and I have my new supervisor who just got the position uh, this, this same school year. I'm about to describe my yet another embarrassing moment. Oh my goodness. I'm trying this new platform because it's usually Techie Thursday Tech. I decided to do it on Thursday because the kids are used to that pattern. So this is years after my last wonderful lesson. This is years after using my secret uh, template timer. So for that reason, I didn't use it this time. I, I, I just, because I guess I was getting so comfortable. I figured I didn't need to use it anymore. So I just threw something together for this new platform. It's a new tech, you know, it's a new supervisor, new school year. So that's two, three years later after my last wonderful experience. So now she's sitting in the room, and I'm going over this. Guess what? It did not work. And that supervisor is very cynical. She's one of those supervisors where, you know, you have some of them that just constantly looking for something that you're doing wrong versus something you're doing right you always feel like you're on tiptoes because if you do something wrong it's documented it's in the the quick with the pen they quick with the pencil they quick with the letters you know it's constantly meetings and what needs to be done right that's all you hear well you could have done this you could have done that that's that type of supervisor i had at the time and that really made the teaching environment a little bit um um, conflicted somehow I is the word I'm looking for. So yet another embarrassed day, of course, you know she's not good with technology either other than Promethean and board just stand in front of the students and talk. I don't know why I kept getting this, but supervisors that don't like tech. there have to be somebody that like tech. Well, after yet another embarrassing moment. But this time, it was a little bit different for me. I took that one to heart. Because this is the second time that I used technology and it bummed on me in front of my supervisors. You know, it, it, it really hurt my feeling this time. Because, you know, I keep proving to them that sticking to worksheet, it's like safe. Nobody is going to be embarrassed and the kids know it. And it's predictable. But. To me, I think we could do a combination of the two, especially with math and especially with all this educational technology that are available to us. We could take chances and try them. But after that experience, I was done. I just, I followed because I wasn't in the mood to get any more notes, any more meetings with me and the principal because I'm not following direction and I'm not being a team player. I just give up. And just did the worksheets again. (laughs) So this time, like I said, it was serious. I just, for real, for real, give up on technology. That was my worst mistake and the longest school year in my life. I started dying inside little by little. I wasn't happy at all. And I started hating being a teacher. While at the same time that was happening at my job, my schoolwork wasn't very pleasant either. My doctorate proposal kept getting denied again because remember my focused uh, study is on technology education. So I'm not using technology in my classroom I'm not having too much fun with technology. Of course, I wasn't going to pick a good topic. So that's why they kept saying no. Every time, no, no, no. For two to three years, all I heard was no. Everywhere was no. Everywhere was negative about technology. That went on for a long time. By now, of course, I believe that I'm a complete failure and a complete loser when it comes to technology. And I didn't really want to be around kids anymore at that time either. I should have looked for an office job just to relieve myself of the pain, but I didn't. I stuck around a little bit more. I was shut down emotionally. After now, I'm completely jaded about teaching and lost all hope of ever enjoying my job and tried to quit my doctorate work several times in between. Every time I heard another no, another deny, I was just the whole things started to being so painful I just couldn't bear with it anymore so that was going on and one year I received an email from a parent to thank me because her son got accepted into college and he's on his way to go study in engineer she said He contributed his love for math to the fun he had in my class. I wish I could say that that email snapped me out immediately to make me happy, but I didn't. That was just one student I said to myself, that's not a big deal. I was already buried on self-doubt and contentment anyway. I just shrugged my shoulder and like, well, congratulations on the child. And that's what I said. And I'm glad to hear that. And. That was it. I forgot about the the letter and you know for the day and for the weekend I laugh went on. Imagine being like that for the rest of my teaching career. The internal agony and in my students didn't get my best during that time. How many students missed the opportunity for me to ignite their love for math and make it part of their future goal? I would never know. That was my personal Internal price I paid for my lack of action to snap out of that fuck I was in because I was so embarrassed. A couple weeks later, I started I was hanging out with my friends. I started sharing my feelings toward completing my degree and I wanted to quit. I was so sick of tired of taking out more loans to pay for something I sucked at that said to them. They told me it's okay for me to quit and they wouldn't think. Anything left of me, so and in the conversation going on, and as we were talking, and I start thinking about, well, it's okay for me to quit. They wouldn't take anything less of me, and i was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. But that night when I went home and lay in bed, I kept replaying that sentence in my head like a record. I know for some people, you know, I may not know, record is something that have a needle that goes round and round. So when it's broken. So it's stuck. It's the same thing over and over, like a loop over and over again. So I kept playing that it's okay for you to quit. We're not going to think anything less of you. So throughout the night, that's what I kept thinking about. I had very little sleep. But when I woke up the next morning, I jumped out of bed and like, no, instead, I'm going to complete my degree. Even if they don't think less of me, I'm going to think less of me. I spent $200,000 by now in this degree. I spent six years by now in this degree. It was too late for me to quit, especially once they accept my proposal. All I had to do was two chapters. That's what I said to myself. Are you kidding me? We could get this done. So I started giving myself my own warrior pep talk. Myself, and as a self, we're going to finish this degree. We are going to keep moving until we are done. We're going to carve out time specifically to working. So that way, you know, you get it done. What's good about that, remember my degrees in technology, I was forced to figure something out with technology. So as I was giving myself a pep talk to finish my degree, I started to research. I started to start looking at technology again, putting aside those negative feelings. I just stopped like, no, we're not going to think that way. I'm going to look for good things. I'm going to find something that match my teaching style. I'm going to find something that's going to be fun, something I could work with. And guess what I did this time again? I pulled out my trick that I learned. Remember the timer and the template. I picked that up again to use. So it's not going to be all worksheet anymore. It's not going to be technology failing off again. So I stuck with my motivation to use it. I stuck with my template. I stuck with my timer. So every morning, I give myself a pep talk about how to find simple ways, simple ways to include technology in my lesson, something that matched me, something that I know I would do regularly, something that I was good at, something I could use, and the kids liked it, and it's fun. And it make my classroom interactive. And by now, we have Chromebooks in our classrooms. So it made it even easier for me to try different things. You know i make sure whatever we're doing we have problem shoot like if somebody is really good with that app that one student will be responsible to take care of some of the challenges if somebody else was good with this one they were responsible responsible to help out so i create a little hub in my classroom of little technology experts so if one of the students is really good like i said earlier they handle that so if something goes wrong the, the classmate know, hey, Johnny, I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? So the classroom was all excited all over again. So I came in to work a little bit better. Every day it got better and it got better. So it was a hit. I actually love going to work. At the same time, too, my proposal was finally approved. Because when you make one change, you know, one mindset in one area that are connected, it shows affect the other areas too. So I found a good technology, education and technology that worked for my personality. And I used that too for my doctorate. And it was so much fun. So now I like going to work just by changing my mindset first. And then I started using my strategy of a timer, of a template to plan for my technology lesson, which now I know. I haven't had any embarrassing moment ever since because I made up my mind that was not going to happen to me again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today and listening to this episode of Personality First, Dan Tech. As a podcast newbie, I am well aware of the many other shows you could have been listening to. Hopefully what I share with you today will not only resonate with you, but also will help you on this journey as we share these strategies to help others escape their unnecessary agony. If this episode did help you today, then be sure to share with someone else you know will need it. Our mission will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to build a tribe of educators and even sub-tribe that is built to last. It's hard for me to share over audio, so if this is something your colleagues need, then be sure to look out for an opportunity to get a free PDF of tech integration do's and don't. That's coming soon. Look out for it, which will be announced in one of our episodes. I want to help you apply these three secrets to technology integration to step into your role as a leader to help me and the needless suffering of classroom educators. Thanks again for turning in and I'll see you in the trenches.